This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Dirty on 30. I'm Anna. And I'm Melissa. So this week, Melissa and I stumbled upon a few videos on YouTube. It's a show called Date My Fit, and it's kind of like a blind date, but instead of basing it on personality personality, or talking to people that you can't see. Yes, you have to solely base it on their outfit choice. So they have three outfits that are, you know, they, they hang them up together and you have to go through all the you know all the clothes the accessories yeah the shoes shoes and everything and then based on that you rate them and then the one you rate the highest is the one that you choose and then you meet the person that you that you picked and you you potentially go on a date with them and if it if you're vibing (laughs) yes we did see one episode where they were not vibing and the girl was like nah dude not going on the date with you yeah but he was a douche yes he was (laughs) like he was very like you can shout you can you can already tell it like from the first outfit from the first like article of clothing he was like very shallow yes so we didn't we didn't like him from the beginning but anyways, that got us thinking and started and we started talking and we about were, our own fashion yes, choices <laughs> and our and, wardrobe. And would anybody pick <laughs> us if we were on this show blind dating? Yes. So what do you usually try to wear on a first date? On what a would, first date? See, I don't okay, so like some I usually like uh, my favorite pair of jeans are like black pair of jeans, so I probably like wear some black pair of jeans, a cute little top, probably floral because majority of my wardrobe is floral. And then like right, you got that good magenta. Well, it depends. Top. Yeah, like is it like if if it where are you going on? Where the are day? we going? Yeah, where are we going? So, but that's like the basics, and then you know like a cute cover up. So if I'm wearing like a plain t shirt, I usually have like those shawl looking things that are flowery as well. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're shawls or like cover up or like the kimono. Kimono. Yes. Look. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I feel like that's not so, in right now anymore. It is not. <laughs> no. We are definitely not in. But so, okay, but that also, uh, it's been so long since I even had a first date. So. Right. Okay, so here's the question, though. Now that you watched this show, how yes. would you spice that up to try to make it look better? Would you throw in like a nicer pair of shoes than you would actually choose? Would you sure throw in a nicer purse? Probably. Some better accessories? Yes. Try I would, to- probably. I see, I don't wear any accessories. Like currently, I'm not wearing, I don't wear necklaces. I don't have rings. I don't have anything. The only accessory I really wear is like my Apple Watch. If right. that, if I remember to charge it and actually put it in on the Well, I mean, I guess you could hang the Apple Watch up on the wall <laughs> right? and be like, this is me. <laughs> but like, I don't, I mean, like before I would wear a bunch of earrings, like different styled earrings, hoops and whatnot. And, but that was such a long time ago. Like, I don't even wear necklaces or anything. I'm pretty, just plain Jane. It sucks. I don't usually wear a lot of jewelry either, but I... Definitely after watching a couple episodes of that that show, (laughs) I definitely feel like if I were going to be on that show, that I would that I would pick out a better outfit than I actually would wear on a first date. Yeah. Like there would be more accessories. Yeah. There would be more I would pick out a purse, for example, instead of just dragging around my keys like I normally do. Exactly. I would probably pick like a nice like quote-unquote trendy jacket or something. I feel like I would have to start with my nicest pair of shoes. So I've got this really nice pair of like 
orange suede loafers mm-hmm. that match like an orange striped dress of mine. Yeah. I think I would go with that outfit because I need it to be like good shoe game because all yeah. of my shoes are like, you know, destroyed tennis shoes and running shoes from work. Yeah, like what shoes would I even like, that I currently I've got own? a really nice pair of white leather boots that I never wear. Yeah. Because they're white leather and you know, one little scuff and they're going to be dead. I'm also like really self-conscious because I feel like I have big feet. So <laughs> <laughs> that in, in itself is like what shoes would I wear that like they're not going to be like, dang, she's got big feet, you know, but, you or know, something. on a real first date, I might not think that hard about my shoes. I might just throw on whichever shoes I would normally be wearing. Yeah. Are flats still a thing? Apparently I need to be more know. conscientious about my first date wardrobe. Yeah. See, and like, I've seen a bunch of things where they like, but they were saying so many th- in and I don't know. They were saying so many things about their shoes that, yeah, I feel like I would have to like really think about the shoes, the accessories, the bur- the purse, the Everything that I yeah that I don't normally think of. I don't know. What about you? So what do casual. you? What would you wear on a first date? What's your typical go-to outfit? Uh, my typical go-to outfit would be like a good pair of skinny jeans and, like you said, a a flattering nice top. top yeah. Some good some good cleavage. You got to bring out the girls on That's the first true. date. That's true. <laughs> they come back for the cleavage. <laughs> Keep wanting more. <laughs> Plus, for me, a big part of the first date. That isn't a big part of my everyday life is, you know, I bring out the contact lenses and I do the good eye oh, makeup yeah. and play, yeah, up, yeah. play up the baby blues. I was like really into my glasses for so long. So I actually like loved my glasses, but now I'm trying to like kind of slowly go away from them and start wearing my contacts because I was wearing them like really like on a daily basis almost when I first got them. And now I hardly wear them. Right. Is that, is that always what happens? No, I, mean, I think a lot of people wear them every day. Yeah. Just not me. Just just not. Okay. Not me either. I'm like it. But I, I do wear them on dates like all the time. Yeah. I never wear my glasses on a date. Okay. Basically. And my most of my dating profiles don't have any pictures of me in glasses. Well, who knows when the next date I'll go on is. So right? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the skinny jeans and comfy shoes and the nice top wouldn't fly on date my fit no I'd have to, like i said pull out something too nicer. plain jane it'd be too plain jane have to yeah. pull out the dress and the loafers and a actual what purse I, what would i actually bring out like what do i have in my wardrobe right now so that you're would, saying we would be going shopping <laughs> i would have to go shopping although yeah the magenta the magenta top, top is super cute yeah yes i like that one got that from torrid <laughs> it was a good top but it can't be my only top, you know? It's like right. one of those tops that, like, you see in all the pictures throughout the years that we've had forever. Right? Like, have you seen that? Right. <laughs> but have you seen, like, the joke online of, like, of, from, like, the guy's point of view of, like, date one, wears shirt number one. Date two, wears, you know, girl, mm-hmm. girl compliments it. Date two, wears shirt number two. Girls compliments it. Date three, he's back to shirt number one. Girl's like, man, he only owns two shirts. <laughs> No, I haven't seen that, but that's funny. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's me. That would be me too. I'd be like on date three. I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm out of dating clothes. Hold um, on. Yeah. Back to back to outfit number one. Or you got you gotta do the you know, the um the signature pieces that you can you know right, multi- capsule wardrobe. Yeah, the capsule wardrobe where you have like the ten pieces but you make like twenty outfits or whatever. That is wardrobe goals, yes. Is to yeah. have a capsule wardrobe someday. Yeah. That would be cool. But then, I mean, 
I love having clothes. I love like going through my closet and just like going through everything. Half of the stuff doesn't fit anymore because of after quarantine, but after the COVID, but it's okay because I still like just to be like, I'm oh, this is a cute top. Kind of the absolute opposite and the same at the same time, which is I hate having so much clothes, but I go through my whole wardrobe and I'm like, but this still kind of fits and this still kind of fits. And if there's a Halloween party and I decide to be a pirate this year, maybe I'll need that. Exactly. So I end up holding on to things forever when I really should have just dumped them like eight years ago. I know. I, that's what I really need to do. Like if I, no, I don't even, I shouldn't even wait until I move. I should just like do just some do it. spring, summer cleaning and just get rid of everything that I've probably had since my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Because it's time. And even if I end up, you know, narrowing it down to like five outfits, at least those are the five outfits that I've been wearing anyway. That you look good in and that fit you. Yeah, that I've been wearing anyway. So it's like at this point, but I have so many like, if I I lose weight clothes. Right. So I do feel like that is a pretty essentially in your 30s fashion problem. Is that we've been the same size since our early 20s, more or less. More or less, yeah. (laughs) So there are a lot of clothes that we're like, I'm going to hold on to this because I might use it again someday. Like teenagers don't have that problem because they're growing, you know, uh, six inches a year. (laughs) Yeah, so then they They just outgrow it and then they have to go shopping for new clothes. And what's in the the stores is what's new and trendy. And what's stylish, exactly. Yeah, so they... They're going to go for that. The constantly updating wardrobe, but, whereas I, I've got pieces from 2008. Where I mean, it's like, this shirt that I'm wearing right now, this blouse or whatever, like, I don't even remember when I got it, but I know it was in my early 20s, back when I was, like, shopping at Torrid, like, every other month. Right. I don't <laughs> think I've ever been to Torrid. No, I, I We should go. We should, but I usually just go for, like, their clearance, because... Well, we could go anyway. Yeah. Sort through the clearance. <laughs> sort through the clearance. We need to work on our on our date my fit game. Right. Gotta get some new pieces in our wardrobe. Like all fashion inspired, like what would win the date? Right. Not necessarily. <laughs> like we don't we don't care about getting the date. We just care like that we would win because we know that we dressed nice enough to get picked. Something right. like that. We've gotta work on not being like you don't want the guy to be looking at the three outfits and be like, Who's that slob on the left? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even, I can't even begin to tell you what the fashion trends are right currently. I can't, have no idea. so 90s with the mom jeans. Yeah, see, but and then, I still like high-waisted skinny jeans. Yeah, I'm so skinny jeans forever. Yeah. Um, but then they also are really going into the 80s with the big sculpted shoulders, like mm, shoulder okay. pads and puff shoulders and extra, you know... Lots of detailing on the shoulders. And yeah. I don't feel like that's a very flattering look on myself. Yeah, I don't think it would be either. It just makes me feel on very... Me. On me. Right. <laughs> let, me, let me specify. Right. I don't think it would look good on me either. Right. No, it just makes, I think, you know, adult humans look very broad. Yeah. Like we're not skinny little 12-year-olds who need some extra shoulder. Yeah. I'm already broad. Like my shoulders. I'm, I'm very proud of my shoulders. But they, it stops at my shoulders. Like, my arms, I'm not very fond of. So, I don't want to emphasize that area. More, right, more? Yeah, exactly. So, what else What else is current trends? Because I have no idea. Do you know? Um, lots of high necks, lots of crop tops. And, again, neither of those are 
best for me. Like I do best in like, you know, a scoop neck tank top. Yeah. Like, let's show off the arms. Let's show off the cleavage. Let's have everything be nice and fitted. Yeah. But it's all about the oversized baggy clothing, the oversized crop top, high necks, big sculpted shoulders. Now, okay. So is this what's currently trending for like 20 year olds? Because is that what 30 year olds are also wearing? I'm not certain I know what 30-year-olds wear in real life. <laughs> 30. I know, right? Like, okay, so But like, based in fashion, I mean, based on, for example, what they're selling at Target nowadays, yes, this is what everybody is wearing. Okay, true. But, like, we still I, we still shop at Forever 21, and I don't forever. even know. Forever. And I don't even know when we're supposed to stop shopping at Forever 21. I mean, it's been a while since I, don't I know, bought whenever something. Whenever they stop selling old lady clothes at the old lady stores. <laughs> <laughs> I need better, like... Options? Yes. Better yes. options. Store options. That's definitely what I need. But I feel like I do a lot of my shopping at, say, Target, for example. Yeah. And if Target is all on this bandwagon, like I went to Target to try to get a blouse for an important work meeting where mm -hmm. I needed to be a little more business professional and our company is very casual. So yeah. I went blouse shopping and they're all with the sleeves and the the florals and the high necks, not a single blouse. I tried on every single one at Target. Not yeah. a single blouse worked. I think I went to like JCPenney or something when I was working at the bank where I needed, you know, business casual, like business, right. like pants and pantsuits and, and nice blouses. And we didn't have to necessarily wear blazers, but, you know, we could since I was just a teller, but, or I could just wear cardigans. So cardigans is like my main thing. Like my I main, own them in every color. My main thing are dresses. I will go to the store with the best intentions of, I need to buy shorts this time shorts actual human shorts <laughs> and i will walk out with like three dresses and be like i love summer <laughs> no sh i don't own a single pair of shorts right now that's so funny basically <laughs> i mean i own like a pair of you know yoga exercise bike shorts kind of trend that's in oh yeah yeah uh -huh. but i don't own like an actual pair of jean shorts that fit me well no yeah i don't even remember the last time i had a pair of shorts right i had i used to wear a lot of skirts like pencil skirts that was my thing because I like to accentuate my behind. But other than that, <laughs> that stopped being a thing because now I, yeah, I don't want to be too tight on my clothes or whatever. But that's, that's what I wore pencil skirts for a really long time to the bank and just in general. So you pulled up an article. It's I called did. 12 Essential Pieces Everyone Should Own by Age 30. And it's in vogue and it's recent. Yes, it was just published on April 28th of this year. So very recent. And, you know, we got to thinking because we're in our 30s. We want to see, do we actually own these essential pieces? So let's see. Melissa, do you own a plain white tee? <laughs> I do not own a plain white t-shirt. Absolutely not. I own a white shirt with like something on it. Does that count? Or it has to just be plain? I think the purpose that Vogue is trying to make in this article is that it's like an actual like a well-fitted white t-shirt for multi-purpose. Yeah. You know, they're probably even going for like that button-down white shirt, like that perfect button-down that you should have for work. Mm. 
but I don't wear I white don't. t-shirts. I personally, with my skin tone, I feel that the, when I wear a white shirt, I just look really washed out, white on white. I'm going to sound really like weird, but I don't know what color looks bad on me because I have a beautiful olive tone to me <laughs> that I feel like most colors look good. I just, or maybe it's just the colors I wear. Most colors do look good. You would look great yeah. in a white shirt. You got yeah. the, you got enough <laughs> pigmentation to, yeah. to accent, to accentuate the white yeah. shirt. So I don't know. I don't know what color I can't wear, but, but you know how okay, somebody will tell me. So I was working with the pet rescue for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And we would host events like that food and wine event that I took oh, you yeah, to. Yeah, uh-huh. I volunteered at that event the year before mm-hmm. and they were like, everybody needs to wear black pants and a white t-shirt as like, you know, all the volunteers to look yeah. like, to look like wait staff. And I was like, I don't even own a white t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I had to go buy one. <laughs> For that event, I and do. I don't have it anymore because I know I don't have any white shirts in my wardrobe. Yeah, I think I might have one, but I don't personally say I would wear it. I like it's a very form-fitting shirt or anything like that. Also, on the side of fashion, I currently don't wear any bras that are neutral enough to wear under a white tee. All mm. of my bras are very colorful. Uh, and I do own like very nude, nude and white bras, so... Right. I could, yeah. So that is a problem with me for wearing lighter color t-shirts <laughs> as I put them on and it's like, okay, you can see this can entire see, pattern. You have to wear another. Straight through it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next item is the fit like a glove jean. So I don't, I mean, my jeans are pretty comfy, but I wouldn't say they fit like a glove. I really need to find, I used to have this amazing pair, Levi's, and they felt, they were like, they had nice stretch to it, but they were still very, then they were form-fitting, and I mean, those jeans, but I could never find them ever again. Like, I would buy the same kind, you know, because they have like the- or you buy the same style, you the buy same the same style, size, but and they're just never the same. Exactly. Exactly. And it sucks because, you know, I, you know, I, my th- thighs were rubbing, and then I got little holes in them, and then I right. stopped wearing them, and then I could never find- jeans that fit me like that ever again i usually have two or three pairs of jeans and because i'm a skinny jean person i would say that most of them fit like a glove yeah just in terms of of tightness but i do tend to destroy my jeans pretty frequently at work yeah i'm always tearing them on things like i see machinery and junk yeah you get stuck places yes i do Or like I sat down on like the edge of a filing cabinet at a field site a couple of weeks ago and completely like that, the edge of the filing cabinet, I guess, was sharp enough. It tore, tore a hole straight through my leggings. Yeah. So at least that wasn't a pair of jeans that day. But I've snagged myself on multiple pieces of machinery at field sites, even with skinny jeans not being loose. Yeah. I do like skinny jeans. I don't want them skinny jeans to go away, but I know that that's not like fully in right now as long as we don't go back to bell bottoms they were trying for a while they were trying they really were and i'm really glad those didn't come back yet (laughs) so what's next what's next is the treat yourself bag so this is like a splurge bag like something that like high-end designer yeah you got yourself something nice yeah see the thing about that is i'm not huge on purses I am really not huge on purses. Yeah. Like, I actually... Well, that's not true. I love purses in the sense of, like, oh, that's a cute bag, or that's so nice, but to actually own... Carry them. Yeah, to carry them. I don't like carrying things. Like, (laughs) 
It sucks. It needs to fit in my pockets. So I have like a nice professional like gray and black leather purse that I got yeah. a couple years ago for Christmas from my Oma because I asked her for like a nice professional adult style kind of purse. Yeah. But I almost never carry it. And even though it is like a nice, decent purse, I mean, it's like a, maybe like a $200, $300 purse. Like it's yeah. not like I went out and bought a splurge purse. Yeah. I feel like a splurge purse, you need to get up like 500 bucks at least. That's true. For sure. Like it's not like designer splurgy splurge. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's something. It's more of a medium level purse. Yeah. It's a, me a medium level purse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the next thing is the gets better with age leather jacket. I do not own a leather jacket. I do not. And I really wish, I mean, I had like a pseudo leather one, but no. Oh, I do have like a cream colored pseudo leather jacket that's more like work related. Yeah. But I see the pictures in Vogue are showing like the nice black leather jacket. Yeah. And no. Oh, that one, the biker jacket. Oh, this one looks nice. I've never been able to justify the cost of getting a good leather jacket. Yeah. Same. So and they're, is, like, kind of constricting on me. And, I like, if I buy oh, a size up, it's You'd have too to big. get it tailored. Yeah, for sure. You would sure. have to buy yeah. it and get it. I mean, f again, for the price that you're paying for the leather, size it up and get it tailored to you. Exactly. Exactly. The perfect black pants. So going back to the jeans, I do like my jeans black, but I know this is not necessarily what it's talking about, but a nice pair of black jeans is like essential for me, at least. Well, right now I don't have a good pair of black jeans or a good pair of black pants, so I'm losing on that one. <laughs> I used to have a lot of, um, you know, pantsuits because of working at the bank and stuff, but they don't fit me anymore, so they're just sitting there. But I wouldn't say they're, like, the perfect black pants, but they're there. They're comfy. Right. Okay, so the next thing is the vintage piece you'll keep forever, which is, I don't, I mean, we, me and Melissa, we keep our clothes forever, but nothing that we consider right, nothing, vintage. Nothing's vintage. It's Yeah, and it's, these are, like, cute little things that, like, they're showing, like, a vintage 1990 Dolce & Gabbana plunging dress and things you know like or crop top and things like, like little that. fancy bits yeah I do actually have like those um little purses that are hung up on my wall mm -hmm. as art those are like my great-grandmother's purses those oh, are vintage yeah. and I'll keep them forever okay but would I actually go. wear them no they would oh. fall to pieces <laughs> that's why they're hung up as art but well, at least you have it right that's probably the closest thing to vintage yeah. that I own Okay, so the next thing is a broken-in graphic tee. So these I own too many of. <laughs> Everything else on the list was like, nah, I don't own that. No, don't own that. No, don't own that. This one's like, I probably could stand to get rid of half of them. Yeah, I have a lot of concert t-shirts that I have. Well, not just concert t-shirts. I have a lot of old college t-shirts mm. that are all graphic tees, you know? Yeah. Go Bears. <laughs> That's true. I do have a bunch of, like, I like graphic tees for sure. So we, we, we got a point there. <laughs> but it's maybe not the point we would have wanted to get no, on this it's list. Not. It's like I, I wanted to have this one, the job interview blazer. I did have a blazer 
And then I did too, and I wore it for my job interview. I have no idea where it is. And then I'm pretty sure I got rid of it shortly thereafter. Yeah, I have no idea where mine is. Once I realized my job did not wear blazers, that was over and done with. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where mine is. So the wear everywhere black boots. So I do own a pair of black boots that I do like to wear all the time. I do have some too. And I usually have always owned a pair of black boots. I mean, I could tell you, like, about my current pair. I could tell you about the Harley Davidson pair that I wore before it. I could tell you about, like, this British pair that I wore before that that had all sorts of buckles and junk all over them. Like, I've always owned a pair of black boots. I definitely like like boots. I just, I don't want to look, like I've always said, like, I don't like emphasizing big feet or anything. So, like... Right. My current pair is getting a little old and a little unfashionable. I don't wear them as much anymore. I should upgrade to the next pair of black <laughs> boots, but I always have a pair of black boots. Nice. That's, that's a that's a necessity. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing is a versatile event dress. Which I feel like all my dresses are versatile <laughs> because I just wear them. Because I just wear them versatile, <laughs> yes. Because I wear them to everything. Yes. Because it's like the only ones that I have. So I have to just choose from You just that. dress them up with a nicer heels and some jewelry or you dress them down with some yeah. flats and... Exactly. Yeah. But these are like... They are showing some really slinky like evening gowns. Yes. Like I, I wish that's what my versatile dress looked like. Right? But who wears silk as their versatile dress? Okay. So the next one is the grown up underwear. Which is something that I need to work on. Yeah, I think I need to work on that too. Is it talking about like, let's see, like a like a matching set type it thing? It says clear out the tattered remnants of your college years. <laughs> and make way for something slightly more elevated. <laughs> so I guess the question is, do you still own underwear that you had back when you were in no. college? No, I don't. But... But you've not elevated? But I've not elevated. No. It's just continuously replenishing it. Just like getting rid of them and um, yeah, getting new ones. Mine could use some help. Yeah. That it could. Well, the problem is, okay, first of all, there's not a lot. Unless you splurge, you don't get cute bras for our size. Oh, I splurge. Yeah, and you splurge. So I don't. So that my my bras are all plain Jane, like whatever. But I know like there's some cute ones like I used to buy at Frederick's or whatever. But they are not they're not super comfy, and I don't want to. I've never. I should splurge. I really. I should. need to take you something. to this place. It's called the Wizard of Bras. We need to go. <laughs> yeah, it is the best place you'll ever be in your life. Yeah, they will measure you. They will bring you bras, and they will be the best bras you've ever worn. Okay, we should go. Yes. Because that will elevate. Like today, what are you doing this afternoon? Well, I'm going to make the graduation. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't figured out my whole schedule for today. Fine, we'll put this off for like another week. Okay. <laughs> but it's really the best place ever. Yeah. Um, they measure you. They specialize in... Plus size women, they they measure you because most women don't actually know their bra size. Their bra size, yeah. And then they bring you out big plastic tubs. So in my size, they bring out three tubs. And one tub is all like the nudes and neutrals and whites. Mm-hmm. One tub is all black bras. And one tub is all colorful. 
And I go straight oh, to the colorful tub. You go straight to the colorful. I would go straight to like the nudes. I go straight to the colorful tub, and it's amazing. They have like every bra in my physical size, like that the entire world makes. Nice. Yeah, we need to go. Yeah. Maybe I think you brought it up like one time, but I don't think we've ever made plans to go. Nope. Okay, so next is the understated everyday jewelry, which is something that I need help on because I don't have any jewelry. And yeah. if I do, I buy like cheap jewelry because I will lose it and or just leave it there. Right. Like you just need to get something simple and like silver that's not like cheap. That's one level up. Yeah. Um, I that, just feel that like you can wear on a daily basis. When I was younger, like my mom used to sell gold. And so I always had like necklaces and rings and like hoop earrings and like just regular earrings. And I was like all blinged out. And then I just kind of just got over it. Like, kind of lost. The, but you need to get back into it. Just not like that. Because I think I just got over like regular gold, you know, like yellow gold. Oh. Like I think. I almost always do silver or white gold. Yeah, silver or white gold is nice. Never do gold gold. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. That is it. Well, we know what we need to work on now <laughs> for our wardrobes. Let us know if we've missed any essential articles of clothing that we might need or if you have any recommendations as to where we should shop if we're no longer forever 21 yes please let me know <laughs> so moving on we've got our guilty pleasures segment and this week the guilty pleasures are going to be all focused on me a little bit yes <laughs> so this week this week my guilty pleasure is that i bought a coachella ticket uh, this past friday when pre-sale started Nice, nice. So my guilty pleasure is that live music is starting to come back, and I'm super excited about it. Yes. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited because I feel like concerts are the one thing that, I mean, I I can go by myself if I, like, really want to see somebody, and it's fun with other people too, but it's just something, like, it's just one of the things that I just really enjoy. There's so much fun. You yeah. get like the vibes. You yeah. see the artist like putting in the sweat and the effort. Yeah, exactly. Like Pink, she goes all out with all. like acrobatics and everything and all that. All out. I've like, seen yeah. her, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. I actually saw Pink and Maroon 5 the same month a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. Like I, I managed to get tickets for two different concerts and they both ended up being like the same month. Yeah. So I saw Pink first. And she had all of the sets and all of the costume changes and all the backup dancers and the flying through the air. And it was such a huge production. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing that like the next weekend I went and saw Maroon 5 and it was just like five dudes and wife beaters standing in the middle of the stage. And I'm sorry, Adam Levine, but it was really disappointing as like a comparison. <laughs> yeah. As a comparison to Pink's exactly. production, they didn't have any backup dancers. They didn't have any costume changes. They didn't have any choreography or... Or anything yeah. really. It was just Yeah. And it Pink, was just them. Pink literally flies across the room, like pretty much. And I I remember they had like this pole pedestal thing where she like lands on so she can get close to like the different parts of the audience and yes. stuff. I don't know if she did that in yours. She did. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. I I really enjoyed her. I mean I've seen a bunch of various artists uh with different, you know, um kind of like you know, Ed Sheeran's very calm. It's just him, and it's still enjoyable. It's just more like a pleasant concert. 
But he brought um, like some energy, like he was putting in some work yeah. to have it just be him. Yeah, exactly. That's true. But it's it's more mellow. Like you know what what to kind of expect from him. Right. But, like I feel like from Maroon Five, I would expect. I would have expected some, a little bit of production, yeah. and they just were they weren't really doing anything. Yeah. And I love all their songs, so it's not like I wasn't enjoying myself. Yeah. But. But they could have at least like tried to jazz it up a little bit. Exactly. So with Coachella. This year was a really hard year to get tickets. They're sold out already, mostly because tickets carried over from 2020 through the, yeah, we're going to move that to October 2020, and then we're going to move that to spring 2021, and then they decided not to aim for the fall again, that they'll just jump all the way to 2022. Yeah. So hopefully COVID is over by then, knock on wood. (laughs) Currently knocking. (laughs) Yeah. So... Me and a couple of coworkers actually had like the Coachella ticket lines going up on a couple of different computers at the office nice. trying to see which one nice. we could get in on and get tickets. Yeah. So we barely made it like weekend one sold out literally like the minute after we bought ours. That's crazy. Because we were trying really hard to get weekend one instead of weekend two. Yeah. Sounds like fun. It sounds like it's going to be hot and sweaty and dusty because music (laughs) festival. But it's all part of the experience. Right. But you know what I mean? Like music festivals always feel like they're going to be a good idea. And Mm -hmm. then you're standing there 13 hours into it. Like, what did I do? Yeah. Why am I doing this to myself again? Yes. (laughs) And you, I I need to keep you hydrated (laughs) the entire time. Like, you don't last without water. I, on the other hand can go plenty of time you're like a tank (laughs) yeah i didn't move the last time when we you know i talked about uh, portugal and going to the music festival over there i didn't really need need much to keep me keep me going for those 10 hours that we were waiting but even when we were in vegas for the iHeartRadio music festival oh yeah yeah Uh uh-huh i went to go get water for you yes because (laughs) if i had left i would have never come back Yes, and I do my way. I know how to shimmy around the crowds and whatnot. She's a little more aggressive. Yeah, when or, it comes to things like that, I'm more aggressive, but then there's some things that I'm just not. But yes. Shimmying through people is one of the things that I'm good at. Right. I would have been like, can I please get back? My friend's up at the front. She needs water. And they would have been like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, I, and you know what? And they did try to stop me. And I was like, I'm getting this water to my friend. I don't want her to pass out. I'm making my way and then remember so they're that like a uh, group of guys that like stole totally stole a water bottle out of the other girl's bag oh, she went yeah, by yeah yeah because she went by with like eight water bottles in her purse and they totally like, like she's not gonna miss this they totally slipped it out of her bag yeah. and they were like we need water yeah i mean hey do what you gotta do we were all dying yeah these music festivals should just like turn on sprinklers from above yeah so maybe, maybe someone will be willing to sell me their Coachella ticket for next year so I can go with Melissa because I did not, I didn't even try to get tickets, honestly. I was just doing my own thing, being busy at work, and she it's didn't. It's so far away that I'm going to forget I even have the tickets by the time we get there. Yeah, no, you got to be thinking about it, you know, you got to be thinking about it. Got to plan ahead. Got to plan that festival outfit. Right? It takes time. And I mean, I've never been to Coachella, so I don't know what to expect, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's lots of fun because lots of people really enjoy it. So even if you don't have crazy Coachella outfits, it'll be fun. Crazy Coachella. Are you kidding? I'm going to be out there in like a full on like 
sunproof bodysuit. It's going to be like the Coachella burqa. Yeah. I, on the other hand, let's see. I bought tickets to see Kane Brown. So I'll be seeing him in January in San Francisco. So I'm making a weekend trip out of it. Um, I didn't want... I didn't want to sit really high up and they were like at the Staples Center or at the um, Honda Center or whatever. So I got the pit tickets for Kane Brown to be standing near near the, and they were really cheap. You so. always choose standing. It's so painful. I know, but I, I got, I like to be, like if you're going to spend a little bit of money and it's not that bad, I might as well get the, you know, really in the front. I know. I just, I like being in the front. I just, I feel so old. I can't, <laughs> I can't take that. <laughs> Although I'm probably not going to be wearing like heels or anything. I'm definitely going to be wearing like some sort of. It's Kane nice... Brown. You, you got to go buy some cowboy boots. I know, but I'm going to have like, have to have insoles or something. Right. <laughs> Standing, I can't even. And I know he's like a, a little mainstream and he's not, and he's more poppy than like most country, but. Still, Still got to have be. the excuse to wear, to, to rock yeah. the cowboy boots. That's true. That's true. So I'll be, I'll be thinking of my Kane Brown outfit. Plus, we need to do some more country music festivals together. True. So the cowboy boots will be an investment. Or do you have a sister or a cousin who has cowboy boots you could borrow no, slash steal? I don't think so. I'm going to have to buy some. That's okay. I can buy them. Someday. Ask yeah. for them for Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Ask my parentals. Yeah. For some nice boots. It's the right timing since the concert's in January. True. Maybe we can buy, as soon as they sell the tickets for Stagecoach, we can buy those. Let's see <laughs> how, how much I, they cost. See how, how you're feeling to do two festivals right. see in if like I'm dead one. from Coachella. <laughs> but if I had just did Coachella a couple weeks before, you know I'm going to have all the camping down when we go do it the next yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to have that's it all. true. Have it all worked out. Exactly. So if anyone does not want their Coachella ticket because you see the lineup, sell it to me. <laughs> and I'll and I'll buy it at the regular price. Don't try to snaggle me for some extra money. No upsell? No upsell. Maybe a little bit, but don't be ridiculous. Cause some of these resale ticket prices are so bad. Like, who... Oh, like, who was it that had the concert ticket? Oh, Bad Bunny? Like his his tickets? Oh, everybody's been talking about his oh concert. Oh my yeah. gosh. His resale prices were like in the thousands. Like people were buying tickets just to resell them in the thousands. Like crazy. Yes. That was the same day I bought the Kane Brown tickets. And I'm over here like not struggling at all. I mean, I struggled a little bit because obviously I didn't find any at the Honda Center, at the Staples Center. And um, so I decided to make a weekend trip to go to San Francisco. But I can't imagine spending that much money and being proud of it. Like, <laughs> I like people seriously, like spending all their life savings on Everybody's these tickets. Everybody's so excited that things are opening up again. Yeah, but I'm... <laughs> Concerts are coming back. They all, everybody's going to go party. Yeah, there was this meme that um, some some interviewer asked Bad Bunny, like, something about money. And he was like, oh, well, I don't care about money. I, I do this just for, for, you know, for the love of it or something like that. And then, like, the, the person that posted that was like, well, then why are your tickets so expensive? Like, it's you all should... supply and demand. Yeah. 
it's like there's only so many <laughs> seats in the place exactly so it was, it was a pretty funny funny video but yeah there that resale those resale tickets were ridiculous i cannot spend that much money that's like more than what some of the tickets were more than what we spent in like costa rica right yeah for a for entire ten, weekend 10 day yeah, vacation or week, right a week 10 day vacation or do you want to go to a concert exactly and I'm always going to choose vacation. Like, I'm, I mean, I like Bad Bunny, but not not enough. Yeah, I kind of feel like Coachella is a little bit of both because you do get five days, like, you know, Thursday to Monday. Yeah. Is it that long? Uh, the concert itself is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh, but, you, but can you can show up to camping show up on camp- Thursday. Okay. And you don't you have leave. to leave the campsite until Monday because they're still doing the concert all Sunday night long. Got it. Okay. Nice. So it's... It's kind of like half, half a five day vacation and half a, half a concert. Yeah, that's true. No, music festivals are like makes it a little more worth the money. Yeah, exactly. You're when you think about that was five days. Yeah, you're you're thinking you're seeing a lot of people and it, right. it, it adds up and it's worth it because if you paid each of those artists individually, how much right. would you really be spending? Not a lot. Or, I mean, if you, right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I, was th- I was thinking the opposite. Of, like, if you took the Coachella ticket and paid each yes. paid each artist a fraction of that ticket, they're yes. each getting, like, $2. But if you paid them individually, you went to right. a concert individually, you yes. would be spending a lot of money. Absolutely. So, Way more than. Yeah, so it's definitely worth it in my book. Yeah. Staying in theme with the music, we are moving on to Born in the 90s, and we're quickly going to talk about the first concert that we went to or that we kind of like remember for me at least because um, the first concert that I went to was before I even like remember like and right like when you're a little kid mm-hmm. and my mom and my dad really liked to go see like rodeo type concert because they would go see Pepe Aguilar and Antonio Aguilar and they were like really they're really big singers but when they did their concerts and actually my parents are going in September again Right. And it's always like a rodeo style concert. So they like do all that. But I don't really remember them. I have pictures of us like with the artists, like with the. Right. But I don't remember that. My first concert that I actually remember, I was probably 15, 16. It was right after my quinceanera. And that was also a Mexican concert. And it was a Duranguense concert for the Duranguense music. And it was kind of a sort of. A sort of small festival with, like, a bunch of different artists. Right. So that was, like, the first one that, like, my parents took me to that, like, I remember going to because it was, like, Horoscopos de Durango and, like, a bunch of other people. But um, that's that's the first one that I remember seeing. Well, pretty similarly, I used to go to a lot of little festivals when I was a kid. My dad was really into the Long Beach Blues Festival. Yeah. So he likes to tell stories that, like, I saw... You know, Taj Mahal when I was a little kid and he was like in his 90s at the time, like famous blues singer. Yeah. uh But I don't remember that, like you're saying. So for me, like the first big concert that I ever went to was um, a No Doubt concert on their Rocksteady tour. Yeah, that sounds like much more fun. (laughs) I got got those tickets for my 13th birthday. I was super, super into No Doubt at the time. Yeah. And I'm really glad I got those tickets because that was No Doubt's last album together as a Mm -hmm. band. Yeah. So if I had skipped it out, like by the time I was 18, it would have been too late to have gone and yeah. seen them in concert. They should have some sort of like reunion. Yeah, they're not really interested. 
I mean, they're not. Yeah. It just hasn't happened. Yeah, but it would be it would be cool. Yeah, but like my first concert was more like everyone kind of went to dance type of thing. Right. Um, but I didn't really. I mean, it was awkward because I went with my parents. You right. Know? Well, I mean, I went with my parents. I was yeah, 13. but like I was a little bit older, so like technically, right. I you could have I could have gone and dance with strangers, but because my parents were there, it was like really awkward, and I was like, nope, that's not happening. For me, it was that the no doubt drummer at the time was like basically famous for drumming naked. <laughs> so here I am with my little, you know, 13 year old virgin eyes with a pair of binoculars <laughs> trying to watch that concert with my parents next to me. Like, don't look, drummer's naked. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and your parents didn't know about that? I mean, they did. Yeah. But he oh, okay. starts out with various levels of clothes. I think he was wearing like lingerie, like a teddy at one point. Oh. And then he like took that off at one point. Like, <laughs> yes there were there were various levels of outfits if nudity interesting so you would totally go back to a no doubt concert oh uh, absolutely but i doubt i mean maybe i don't know i don't think i would go back to like if i could have had a cooler first concert i probably would i don't know what my next concert after that was what if you could have gone without your parents and actually participated a little more with the maybe but i'm not like huge on dancing like with str- i don't know like right. maybe if i would have gone with like a boyfriend right or something or a group of friends in or general a group of friends in general yeah i think it would have been a different experience but i'm trying to remember like what concert i actually went to after i'm tr- i don't know what co- for, what was my first concert like after that like, like an english concert Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I have to think about it, but I have to go back through all my concert t-shirts. <laughs> but, but that's a good thing. Know. That means you've got enough concerts you've been to. Yeah. That it's not like a Vinta one and only. Yeah. True. So that is the end of this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. And we will see, see you, you next, next week. week. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at thedirtyon30. And if you have any recommendations for our Guilty Pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.